Help keep Kinks and Beats daily ad-free and receive bonus content early with a contribution of 20 cents per episode. Visit herohabit.com slash shop for more information. Welcome to Kinks and Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. Thank you for downloading episode 108. Today we are talking about the Kinks song Around the Dial, which was released August 15th, 1981 on their album Give the People What They Want. Um, As far as this era of the Kinks goes, the this album, and I'm talking about like the arena, the post- concept album era of the kinks um this might be my favorite album and i i go back and forth i I enjoy low budget i like sleepwalker i like a lot of misfits um but this album i mean it should be in my top just because it has better things on it the um one of the great ray davies songs but there's so much cool stuff on this album and it opens with this song around the dial which is one of the coolest songs on the album, in my opinion. Uh, recording was completed probably by July 1981, and it's possible that this song was written as early as 1979. Ray had uh, mentioned that he'd written three songs. Uh, one of them was called Television, I think. I don't know. One of them was called Radio. Uh, it was Oil, Television, and Radio, I believe, were the three Oil probably turned into uh, a gallon of gas and radio probably became around the dial. And so that was originally written for an earlier album and held off. Obviously gallon of gas was held off for a little while as well. And so it's possible that this song had been lingering for a while. And um, it's about a radio listener. It's sung from the perspective of a radio listener who's just searching around the dial for a DJ who still plays the music that they want to hear. By this point in commercial radio, um, things had become so homogenized in corporate that DJs were used more for their personality and reading ad copy than for actually creating a playlist. Like in the early days, a DJ that liked you could make or break your career. You know, a, a DJ in Philly that really liked your record could make it a local hit and then that would spread to New York. And then from New York, it would spread, you know, to the whole Eastern seaboard and then to the West coast, like one DJ in a, in a large market could really turn a single around and, and just make a band. And by this point, we're talking uh late seventies, early eighties. That's pretty much gone. The local hit, is a thing of the past. The The whole idea that a song could be a big hit in San Francisco and nobody in Philly's ever even heard of it is kind of uh, archaic and ancient by this point. And so Ray in this song is uh, kind of lamenting about looking for a DJ that he wants to listen to because that was the other cool thing. And obviously this is way before my time. This album came out uh, three months before I was born. But, you know, to be able to have a DJ where you're like, I like listening to DJ X because he plays these songs I enjoy. He plays the stuff. I like everything he plays. Those are gone. 
because now it's the corporations. Uh, radio stations are owned. There are fewer owners of radio stations because everything's being consolidated. And you see that today. It's consolidated down to like three. Um, but this starts back then. This consolidation means that now you've got playlists coming from corporate. So the odds of me as a DJ being able to play the entire B-side of Abbey Road because I need to go use the bathroom, those days are gone. And the distinction between AM and FM radio is starting to flip. I mean, all this stuff, radio has changed. And Ray's been here since the early 60s and even further as a listener, you know, as a kid and everything. And is watching this change and watching it from the artist standpoint of, you know, not being able to get those local hits anymore. So you either were a hit out of the gate or you were nothing because there was no slow burn like there was in the years prior. Um, the album reached number 15 on the U S charts. Didn't do anything in the UK. And, uh, what I like about this is the kinks never come off as a nostalgia act that's trying to hit a new trend. <clears throat> and I know I've mentioned this before, but um, like Paul McCartney has an album, Back to the Egg. I think it's officially a Wings album, maybe their last Wings album, if I recall correctly. And I love that album. It's an album that I don't even think Paul likes it, but, and it gets a lot of flack from people, but I happen to think it's one of his best solo albums. And there's some songs on there that you can tell is Paul's reaction to new wave and punk and all that kind of stuff. And he's trying to have that harder edge and that punk edge. But at the end of the day, he's still writing a Paul McCartney song you know, with the Paul McCartney hooks and everything, it's just got crunchier guitars and faster drum beats. But it's still McCartney. The Kinks don't suffer from that. And for good or bad, whether they are adapting a more punk rock feel like they do on Around the Dial, which if Elvis Costello released this album, well, maybe not Elvis Costello, but, you know, if somebody of that era who was young and new had released this uh this song it wouldn't have sounded that different it also bites them in the butt though because you know when they are imitating a vaudevillian uh song and dance troupe they also masterfully do that so it, it works both ways but I, i've always liked how this album doesn't sound like a bunch of dudes approaching 40 you know, the songs are very mature and everything, but they still have the sound of their time organically, not like it's a bunch of guys being, you know, in their garage going, let's start a, a dad punk band. One interesting thing, there's not a lot to talk about <clears throat> musically. The uh, Most of it, it, it hovers in the key of A. And uh, during the bridge, he goes up a fourth. So we're on A. He goes up a fourth to D. Then he goes up another fourth to G. And then from there, he just goes down chromatically. To get back to A. 
which is kind of a cool move. He's just using major chords and just coming down to get back to the home key. There's no great modulation. He's kind of sequencing down. But what's interesting is if you listen to the static carefully, so the song opens, the album opens with somebody going around the dial and you can hear faint little blips of stations coming through as, as he's fine tuning to this song. And towards the end of the dial, when you can actually, when we're getting close to the song starting, you actually hear a broadcaster say, and this is interrupted. So he starts to say, and then it switches to fuzz and then he comes out of the static and finishes the thought. But you can hear him say, by killing the Pope, he would become a leader in the Muslim world. Now, this is 1981. <clears throat> uh, this is possibly a reference to uh, Mehmet Ali Akka. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but he's the guy who tried to assassinate Pop, Pope John Pop. Pope John Paul II in May 1981. So this album comes out in August. The Pope, there's an assassination attempt in May 1981. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because that assassination attempt was the inspiration for the song Killer's Eyes, which is track number three on this album. So, is this, if that's who they're talking about, and and why wouldn't it be? Why in 1981? Why would they be talking about anybody else killing the Pope? Right. This was news. Um, and as we know, they were recording this up until July 81. So the timeline works. Um, assuming they're talking about this guy, this assassin, attempted assassin. Do we do we think? that this was genius foreshadowing on Ray's part where, you know, he tracked down some radio or something and, and did this purposely, or was this just a, an accident, a coincidence, a very bizarre coincidence that just happened to give the album a more conceptual feel. Now I'm not stating an opinion. I could go either way. If Ray did this intentionally, I think very subtle, cool way to kind of establish a theme along this album and make it more of a concept album by including that. If it was accidental, obviously he noticed, right? In the mixing process, he probably listened to this a hundred times. Obviously, he would have noticed and kept it. Which I guess is a, you know, a mark of some kind of uh, good artistic whatever, because, you know, he could have gone and re-recorded it to get more just static and less actual, you know, decipherable uh, dialogue in there. But either way, it is a cool coincidence or a cool, it's a cool addition to the album that we hear presumably somebody talking about the subject matter of a song we're going to hear a couple songs down the album it's very cool that's about all i've got for today share your thoughts with uh, me via phone call 925-494-1739 leave a voicemail about any song you want any topic related to the kinks or beatles as i mentioned on yesterday's episode 
I'm going to be taking paternity leave. Um, it's not going to affect the podcast, but I'm going to get so far ahead of recording these episodes that I'm not going to be able to respond to uh, emails and voicemails in a timely manner. So we're going to stockpile them. And then every couple of weeks, I'm going to release a bonus episode of your messages and emails and the reviews you leave on iTunes and stuff like that. So keep those things coming. And if you don't hear a response to them on the podcast soon, it's not because I didn't listen to you or didn't receive them. I'm just saving them for um, later episodes. So you can get me 925-494-1739. You can email me kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. Um, and of course, if you swing by herohabit.com, underneath the podcast button, there's a link for Kinks and Beats Daily where you can get all the information you need about the podcast, including our directory of shows that we've already released and um, discussion groups that we have for the bands and um, all sorts of articles and whatnot. So swing by herohabit.com for that. All right. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you again for downloading. Make sure you swing by iTunes and rate and review us. Five stars, please. And uh, tell all your friends about us. Thanks. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by HeroHabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. HeroHabit.com. Collect your heroes.